0: Well, there's a number of aspects of our feast that I could focus on. I'm going to focus on a very obvious one, and that is the theme of light. We celebrate the Epiphany today, and there's this constant refrain all throughout our readings of light. In our first reading, we have, Arise and shine. Jerusalem, your light has dawned upon you. In our Gospel text, we have the star that's luminous, that emits light, and that's A guide for the Magi. And uh, I think if I could sum up the theme of the homily, what I want to say is that we as Christians uh, can never, should never take for granted the knowledge that we have received through the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we as Christians should never underestimate or take for granted the light, the truth, the knowledge that we have received through the Christian religion. And it's helpful and instructive for us to kind of uh, contrast our current knowledge and understanding of God and of the things of God over against uh, the ancient pagan view of the world. We take it for granted because our modern world has been so deeply influenced by Christianity, uh, it's hard for us to really kind of put ourselves into a position, uh, you know, mentally, psychologically, in which there is no Christianity, and that Christianity has never been heard of before, but that was the case. All of us here, our ancestors, if we go back far enough, we, uh, we come from pagan stock, and if we go back far enough, there was a time. Christianity was completely unknown, unheard of. The name of Jesus was, was never heard. And uh, I, I go to a story uh, in the uh, Venerable Bede's history of England, going back to the 600s. Uh, there's a, a king of England by the name of Edwin, and this is the first time that he had received uh, knowledge of Christianity, ever heard of it. There were missionaries that were sent from Rome, uh, from Italy, and from the Pope all the way up into England. And they came and they, uh, entered into his court and they preached to him and to his wise men, his advisors, and even the pagan priests that were there with him. And by God's grace, they were quite affected by what they heard. It was, they were impressed with it. And, uh, one wise man said one thing, another wise man said another thing, but finally there was, there was a wise man who said, sire, and then he proceeded to describe what the condition of man was like up into this moment, when he had heard about this new religion, and this is how he describes it: the the image or the metaphor is uh, you're in a king's palace. Okay, now kings in England at that time they didn't have too big of structures that they lived in. Maybe something half the size of our church here. Imagine it built with a lot of wood, uh, some stone, uh, bear skins and deer skins hanging from the walls on the on the ground, a wooden table. Uh, and some beer on the table and this is this is the structure that they're in now outside it's raining it's snowing it's dark it's night it's just nasty weather outside inside there's a flame at the hearth there's some lights so you kind of got this kind of cozy protect you know place inside outside is all darkness and inclement weather and in flies from one door Sparrow flies right inside, and it kind of flutters around a little bit, and then it flies out the other door and is gone, disappears. And uh, the wise man who advised Edwin says, "The condition of man, to me, sire, up into this moment, has seemed like that sparrow. It come in, it's it's come in through one door. Don't know where we're coming from. We have no explanation of the world or of human existence. We exist." You know, with just a little bit of warmth, just a little bit of light, for a brief space of time. And then we're gone. And we don't know what happens afterwards. It's all darkness. But with the coming of Christianity, those peripheries of darkness, those boundaries of darkness, that outside realm of darkness, is now luminous. It's lit up. We know the origin of the universe. It is the Word of God That has created the world, the universe. And He, Jesus Christ, is our purpose. He is our final end. We have a goal. We have a supreme, transcendent reason to live. And all things are ordered and exist towards that goal. The pagans did not have that. They had darkness before, darkness after, a brief space of light and warmth. And that was it. And I'm afraid uh, sometimes, my brothers and sisters, that uh, we have almost reverted back to a kind of a pagan mindset in, in our contemporary society, that we have almost uh, embraced a vision of life that is without the lights, without the epiphany, without the glorious splendor, and the knowledge that comes to us through Christianity we can find ourselves tempted to live for the here and the now, for immediate material goods, and that's what we focus our life on, and that gives us go- that's our goal. And then we pursue those ends, and then we die, and that's it. And it's a tragic, tragic reversion, and uh, and uh, you know, going backwards, it's uh, my, my heart breaks over this condition with people who, whose lives are like that. And uh, my brothers and sisters, we have the light of Christianity. We have the light of the gospel. We have an ultimate purpose and reason for living. We can never take that for granted. And uh, moreover, what's amazing about the gospel of Jesus is not only do we have this transcendent God who is outside of the universe, who created the world freely out of love, but then he has become incarnate. He has become personal. He has drawn close to us in the in the, the celebration of Christmas, in the manger. And this is something that the pagans never had. The pagans had a form of religion, but they were gods that were essentially part of nature. There was nothing really outside of nature. And the, the, the gods were basically products of nature. They were really bound by fate uh, and by the material world. And uh, they weren't really personal beings. We, we, you know, the pagans basically appeased them. They offered sacrifice to these gods uh, so that they'd have good fortune in life. But they didn't have a personal relationship with them because these gods didn't really care about them. But the one true God who created the universe cares about us so much that He became a man to draw close to us, and that's what we have. Uh, in the light of the truth and the knowledge of Christianity. Let us never take that for granted. So just some concrete things to leave with you with here. I always want to try to leave with some kind of concrete something, you know. Uh, do we fully appreciate the light of the gospel and of Christianity? Do we fully appreciate what we have? We have free access to religion. There's no government suppression at this point, maybe slightly here and there. But for the most part, we're free to exercise a religion. We have free access to knowledge. Of the Catholic Christian faith, the magi came across the desert. They they spent a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy to find Jesus. We've got him, you know. My joke is we've got him at the the click of a finger. You go on the internet, you can find anything you want to know about Catholic Christianity. There's endless resources. Um, what? How do we do we transmit this light to our children? How responsible are we in the in the transmission of the gospel of Jesus Christ to future generations? So that they would have that privilege like we, uh, like we have. Um there's questions for us. There's, uh, two weeks from now there's a follow-up session for those who might be present here, I don't know, who might have enrolled their children in the religious education program over this past summer. There's follow-up sessions. Go to the follow-up sessions. Um, I, uh, on Wednesday evenings, not every Wednesday evening, but oftentimes I offer an adult education course. This year maybe it's a little academic. You know, next year I think I'm going to tone it down a little bit. But, uh, I'm, you know, there's opportunities, there's resources for us to uh, appro- to apprehend our faith and to dig deeper into that. So my brothers and sisters, let us rejoice in the Christmas season as it continues and never take for granted Christianity and the gospel of Jesus Christ and the light that has come to us uh, through it, which we celebrate today on the Epiphany.